bitch is bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Erica. And it's our Misogynist of the Week podcast. Yay. This is where we like to shit on men. Mostly Yay. men. Sometimes women. But they're all misogynists. Women can be misogynistic too. Yes. That's like our big moral of this podcast. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And so can feminism. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Erica, our misogynist, misogynist of the week this week. <sighs> it's Slick Willie. It's, it's Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> so remember when I said feminism can be misogynistic? I feel like this is a great example, even though Bill Clinton is the misogynist of the week, of how that can be. Yes. So Bill Clinton is back in the spotlight this week because he is on a book tour with James Patterson, the author, crime author, um, because they have co-written a political thriller novel, which is weird to me. It's so bizarre. Talk about building a brand. <laughs> so <laughs> weird. Like, James Patterson doesn't need this money. Like, his books are going to sell anyway. Yeah. I digress. Um so basically, there was an interview this week. I don't remember where exactly they were, but um, of course, of course, we are in the Me Too era, and Bill Clinton received some questions about Monica Lewinsky. It was bound to happen, and basically, he said that he had already taken responsibility for this, and that he didn't really need to apologize to her because... He's already apologized to her publicly many times and that he just didn't want to talk about this anymore and it's been dealt with and that's really all he has to say about it. Well, the internet did not like that. The internet was not happy. Basically, there were think piece, there was think piece after think piece after think piece that said that Bill Clinton was wrong in this and we, I think I can speak for Erica and say that we both agree with this. Um, anyway, so then that was one day. The next time that they had an event for their book, someone asked a question about Monica Lewinsky, and he, he changed his tone a bit. He changed his answer. His publicist stepped in, <laughs> probably. Yes. So the question is... Well, I mean, there are many questions. My first question, Erica, is that who fucking let him have that first response in the first place? Because are you honestly telling me that in preparing for this book tour, they didn't expect that he would receive questions about Monica Lewinsky in the Me Too era? My dear, this is why public relations is my thing. I, I, I love like how many failures there are at this. And like, I agree with you. Somebody hasn't been paying attention and um, he should have been prepped for this. 
and he shouldn't because this is the thing clinton gets really defensive when he has to answer for something he did yeah so I saw his meltdown this week on the Today Show with, I guess there's some dude named Craig Melvin who, I don't even know who Craig Melvin is and whatever. <laughs> um, so Craig Melvin asked him about Monica Lewinsky. And he said bill clinton responded we have the right to change the rules but we don't have a right to change the facts suggesting that melvin didn't know the facts of the Lewinsky case and clinton claimed to quote like the me too movement it's way overdue um but when melvin pressed him on whether it prompted him to rethink his own past behavior He basically said that he hadn't because he felt terrible then. And then he launched into some um, type of of story for me campaign, which which talked about how how it affected him and how he left the White House in debt and yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, you've learned nothing. Bitch, it is not about you. you. And so then I was like, this guy is just, he's just lost. Let's just, let's just leave him out of this because I, I, I feel like this whole thing has gone over his head and he is so lucky that he came about in 1992 and not 2017, basically. That's what I'm saying. Or else he would have never made it to the presidency. Yeah, so the fact that he thinks that he doesn't need to directly apologize to Milo Lewinsky is shocking to me. He could have switched that into, I think... He could have he could have used that moment, yeah, so much better. It could have been a very very strong and impactful statement for him to be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I I have apologized a number of times publicly, and I've seen recently how that type of behavior and power dynamic can impact a person, and I can't imagine. Um, what she was going through at the time, and I can, I can see how my actions then have impacted the course of her life, right? And how she's gotten to where she is. So I would be happy to apologize to her face to face in a private setting if she would be up for it. Yeah, that would have been bold and brave. But no, no, he's gotten away with it for so long. And I just want to bring up: a- you can hire me for crisis comms. Yes. exactly but this is this is the thing feminism has rooted for bill clinton and supported bill clinton for so long Mm -hmm. that i think it's a kink in the armor let's put it that way i think it's a it's a it's a blind spot in feminism older feminists love bill clinton yes and i will say in the Democratic primary, the first one for Barack Obama, 
I believe Bill Clinton spoke. Yeah. And that was a speech that drove the Democrats fucking wild. Yeah. That was when Bill Clinton started to see his resurgence stepping back into the major national spotlight. And that was when everyone re fell in love with him. Yeah. And it's only now that he's fine. Now that Hillary's campaign is over, that he's finally starting to feel the repercussions of his actions. Right. It's very interesting that you say that. Now that Hillary, because Hillary's, let's be honest, Hillary's political career is probably done. Yep. And so um, I think it's really interesting. I think what you bring up is an interesting point that now that, and I wonder if she was sort of protection for him in some way Mm. to that kind of, from that kind of criticism. Secondly, there's another generation of feminists who don't give a shit about Bill Clinton. So there is that. But I, I wonder if the Clintons themselves have, they've, they've recently faced some, you know, accusations and so on and so forth and, and, and a rethink. Mm -hmm. And I, I wonder, I think that Hillary who may, who, at the time may have been can't become the first woman president. I think she gave him a lot of cover on sort of those types of, of um, Clinton being a sexual predator. Cause I actually think he is in predatory status. Mm. Um, it also makes me think conversely, whether or not part of Hillary's, lack of appeal to women has to do with him oh interesting that's something that i've really never seen explored and because i i guess people don't want to talk about his whatever they don't want to talk about her relationship with him Mm -hmm. but i really do think that that's an unanswered question that probably impacted her and her appeal to women because in it's it's hypocritical in a way yeah, I don't know. I I don't know anyone personally who doesn't like Hillary because of him. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that for her supporters. Okay. I'm saying about that for people who may have been on the for women who may have been on the fence about Hillary or well the ones who don't like her just didn't like her. Yeah. Right? Like they were they were no, but I just wonder if there's like an underlying sort of subconscious sort of questioning of every time you hear about Monica Lewinsky, every time you hear about Bill and and his like uh, he had a he had a like what could have been a scandal a while ago with um, I think it was um, Andrew from the royal family. Mm hmm. And him and somebody else who were on some type of plane that had that had women as entertainment, let's oh. say. Uh, yeah, it was a story, but it didn't really gain traction. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just built into his this idea of him being not so right about women. And I just wonder if in the subconscious that that has kind of been. And like nobody's really kind of come out and talked about it, but if it's been 
sort of like hanging over her head when it comes to women and women's rights. Hmm. I just wonder. Yeah, I don't know. The whole the whole Bill Clinton thing is really interesting to me because like our expectations have just changed. You know, we in in our episode this week we talked about Sex in the City and how our expectations of what a TV show should have and how it represents the culture around us and the people around us should have has changed. And you know, in the age of social media and the era of Me Too, our expectations of how people in powerful positions has changed because we're l- so much more willing to less willing to let things slide. And it's so much easier for your political opponent to find things that you've said on social media or things that you've done because of Google because it's so much more accessible. And his Bill Clinton's you know, affair with Monica Lewinsky wouldn't, it would have been so much worse now. Like that's just what I think about is like it would have, someone would have leaked it. Someone would have found out. Someone would have posted a secret Instagram, like whatever her name is, um, Audrey O'Day, Aubrey O'Day about Donald Trump Jr. Some like mysterious foot selfie. And they'd be like, Oh, like that's weird. That looks like so-and-so's like shirt or whatever. And you're able to find these things out. People, the internet has changed the way we fundamentally think about our leaders and people in power. I found the receipts. Oh, <laughs> I wondered what you were doing. Yes, I was. I was like the plane, and the, I I realized it was vague. Okay. So basically, um, Bill Clinton is one of several big names who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein on his, you know, flights. Um, he So Epstein is like a financier who drew an 18-month prison term for soliciting what they say, sex workers, and procuring underage girls for prostitution. So he would set up these, so Epstein would set up these flights um, to set up a bed where guests had trysts with young girls. Flight logs show the former president, Bill Clinton, jetting to Brunei, Norway, Russia, Singapore, yada, 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 all on Epstein's plane. And another one was Prince Andrew, who used to take frequent flights on those planes. Hmm. So this was in 2016. Right. Which is a very interesting timing coming to think of it. Yeah. Um, I think it was in the May 13th, 2016 was the story. Didn't hear about it at all. Yeah. Which should tell us something. They buried that. They buried that. Deep. Yeah. So, again, I know that I look at Hillary Clinton when she talks about progressives and women's rights. I look at her a little side-eyed because of Bill Clinton. Hmm. That's my thing. And it's about time that we start, we start removing the Clintons from this idea of, of leadership and presidencies and stuff like that. I'm sorry. I'm over them. I'm so 
over Hillary and Bill and I'm fucking over Chelsea too. I really can't even with any of them because they talk out of both sides of their mouths and they're, I mean, I don't, I don't even, I can't even believe half of what Hillary says anymore. I really just can't. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, on that note, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at bad and bitchy on Instagram at bad and bitchy pod on facebook.com slash bad and be podcast and email us bad and be pod at gmail.com. Bye. 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 Bye.